The economic health of this nation has been... There are four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. Lack of better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Well, good morning, good morning. This is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. I'm Bill Laco, along with Jim Crone. Hey there. you got some digits after your name, don't you? He's got uh, stuff. Digits? Yeah. Uh, sure, I'll throw it out there. It's Man, C. he's got one of the best. <laughs> he's got the best one ever. Listen to this. Go well, ahead, see, Jim. I have to spell it out because I have to figure it out first. But it's don't C-L-U, which is... You say it's a clue. I have a clue. You have a clue. Oh, hey, it's a man with a clue. <laughs> but, but when I went through the whole program, it t- it took a little bit of energy and effort to get through it. It's a chartered life underwriter. So you're saying it's not easy to it's get a not, clue. It's not easy to get a clue. Well, there we go. That. Well, it's not worth having if it's too easy, right? I had to pay good money for that, and I had to go through a arduous, or arduous uh, education process to yep. do it, too. Now, now, the other one is still better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, when I play that on, too. It's a certified fund specialist. And I always CFO. say it's a fun specialist. <laughs> I, it, we always have fun together. Yeah. I'm into that. Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah, that's right. But I'm not certified. Well, don't, you, don't you hold like a fee-only license or something? There's that, too. Bill, boy, you're on it today, man. I you am. Quit. I keep yeah. track of this stuff. Enjoy I notice how I'm the dumbest guy in the room. <laughs> that's right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. know, Bill. There could be an argument made that uh, that uh, Jim and I spent a whole lot of time studying. You were really the fun specialist. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like my vodka. <laughs> I pay good money for my clue. So. <laughs> yeah, I pay go. good money for my CFP. And of course, we got Troy Harmon here, director of research. Um, did I get that title right? You did. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, what? You're a Charter financial analyst, charter financial analyst, and a, and a certified. certified valuation analyst. So you know how to analyze and value. Uh, yeah, what bus- that's business what valuation. There, there you go. <laughs> Careful, <laughs> reviews are coming. <laughs> we can put a life insurance figure on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, Bill, I doubt you'd want to reveal all of the cash flow that you make, which is really where I start when I start yeah. looking at house and how much something's worth, right? Yeah. All right. So last week, or this week, more importantly, carrying down the one. Anybody Absolutely. really surprised? Come on. I, I tell you what, though, it was tough. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Loads of they money. did, but it wasn't even close. Yeah, it was. The I, women I, vote. They came out, got no, in the car. I'll they drove to the to the polls. To guess who they voted for? Yeah. In in the rain, no less. Come on. Yeah. I mean, they come on. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. And I know because <clears throat> clients, we have plenty of Democrat clients. Right. Plenty of Republican uh, clients. Employees, too. Plenty. We got, we got plenty. folks on both sides. And we've got folks that live down in that 6th district. And uh, what was strange to me is uh, a lot of the talk was, uh, I saw this first on the news, the local news and uh, television news. And they were telling us that uh, uh, some of the individuals were saying, you know, they get three knocks on the door, seem like every day. Sometimes it seemed like the same person. Um, but mm. when you counted who was out there working as hard, you know, the, the hardest um, far and away Democrats were about 10 to 1 as far as those folks that were knocking on the door. And the, the election results still went the same way uh, that they had in the fall. Uh, you know, Price won the same district by a pretty wide margin uh, back then. But <clears throat> you look at uh, 
the the actual um, paid help on each of the campaigns, and it was about what would you expect? Ten to one. Oh boy. Uh, about 174 people, from what I understand, uh, were on the Ossoff campaign, and I think Karen Handel had 17 paid employees on her campaign, and uh, still Efe- won. Efficiency. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's a special election, blah, 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 get it. Yeah. Now can we get down to business in Washington? <laughs> now well, can we pass it, yeah. some legislation Amen. that might actually change the amount of money I keep in my pocket? Amen. Yeah. That you keep in your pocket. Yeah, you know, you know what? If the if the Republican Party had gotten together uh, prior to this, we would already have some sort of uh, passage of potentially meaningful legislation. Yeah, I mean, if um, I wanted the same old, same old, we would have just voted Hillary in. The whole exactly. point was to do it differently. Right. Doesn't yeah. feel real different. Except for the Not tweets. so far. Except for the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we haven't had a whole lot of change in regulation. I think the only thing that we've seen is uh, is that uh, Labor Department rule, um, fiduciary rule, yeah. finally went into effect. They allowed yeah. that to go in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, other than that, you know, we've seen a few... Um, changes that uh, could be done at the executive level. Uh, but anytime Congress seems to want to give yep. a vote, we haven't yep. really seen much well, change. Well, I think so. the other relatively big news in the stock market world was Uber's CEO, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been going through some personal issues lately. Uh, his parents, I think, were in a boat uh, boating accident. His mom passed away. Oh, from I didn't that. know that. Wow. Yeah, his dad oh, was I injured. I can't even make fun of him. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still plenty of craziness that's gone on in yeah, Uber, that's and bad. it's been, that's bad. you know, it's been reported lately, but uh, I, you never know where a guy is. Um, you know, on a personal level, that's what he was dealing with, and then he was, uh, basically, he was uh, heckled out of office is yeah. what it seems like. Um, but, you know. Well, um, I hate that he lost his mom. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't you can't uh, ever uh, bring that back. Right. Obviously, it's a whole lot more important than any company you're going to run. But, um, you know, in, in the end, uh, there was plenty of reason to, to kind of doubt his judgment in, in quite a few different instances. It'll be interesting to see just what happens there. You see Lyft has, uh, has made, some, made up some ground. Uh, they were way behind, but you see them continuing to grow. Um, I think... You know, one of the two, I, both both options are still very viable. Uh, and if you don't believe that, look at almost every Uber car you see. It's also got that pink mustache in the back window. So, is that uh, for Lyft? Yeah, oh, the, I didn't even know that. Yeah, the the drivers are, you know, they they'll drive for either one. Most of them. I was in Chicago not long ago, and uh, you'll even talk to some of the cabbies, and they'll tell you, yeah, uh, I used to be. <laughs> I, I went to uh, Uber for a little while. This one guy I talked to specifically, and he told me, uh, uh, I'm back in a cab because I like to get paid more, Yeah. which tells you that if right. they're paying them more, you're probably the consumer is not benefiting from the from the cab company. Um, you know, regulation, I guess you could yeah. argue various things, but uh, in the end, I think uh, ride-sharing, as they call it, is uh, So is, is here Uber a stock we would own? Well, it doesn't meet our criteria, and it's not public at the moment. So oh, it's not? Yeah, I didn't no, realize we're, that. We're headed toward is that. Is Lyft public? <clears throat> uh, I think Icon has invested. I, okay. I don't think either one are, are uh, publicly traded. So, I got you. Um, you know, here we are. Uh, I, I think that um, that both of them will be at some point viable and, and public, but... Uh, at the moment, it's not something that would get anywhere close to the criteria that we require before we make an investment for our clients. So. All right. And, and I think the other big news, 
and I'm just taking over your segment, Troy. No, go You can for heckle it. me. We're doing financial planning. <laughs> is oil. It's it's a value, evaluation season, remember, it's, Bill? It is. Value. I can do whatever I want right now. <laughs> oh, you know, man. You are the man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're still only going to get like negative 2%. Yeah, well, but I, hey. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I got to grow some hair, man. <laughs> I got I'm you. not just a client. I'm the president or having a <laughs> yeah. commercial go. <laughs> there um, you go. But uh, no, I mean, oil, what, broke $43 a barrel or something? Yeah, it's uh, definitely going the wrong direction. They've been talking about well, how oil It depends on whether tra- you put it in your tank or not. Uh, well, there, right? there is that. Uh, different from our neighbors to the north in Canada, our economy doesn't rely on it so heavily. Um, you know, we've got a couple of states that really uh, are impacted, but for the most part, we're a consumer nation. So I can't imagine anything that would hurt terrorism more. Than oil being zero dollars a barrel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it uh, dries it up. I, you know, we watched uh, from about mid 2014 until early last year, where uh, Saudi Arabia decided that they were going to find the uh, the absolute rock bottom price that it would take to to uh, they kill. They found it. Yeah, they did to kill the Bakken shell producers. They found it without a doubt. We got down in the twenties. Exactly. This was a classic case of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Uh, ultimately, their whole economy runs off of the price of, of crude oil. And uh, uh, when the when the bills started getting late, they decided uh, maybe we ought to back off on the overproduction, which is what the way that they were doing what they were doing, you know, just oversupply the market and uh, drive the price to the floor. So um, they have uh, they've backed off on that and. Uh, allowed the price to get a little bit better. Stable. They still, you know, they still struggle with uh, with supply issues. This is still the same old uh, debate: uh, is everybody playing by the rules? As long as the price is above around forty two or three dollars, I think at one point we thought forty seven, but as long as it's in that low forties, they can still poke a new hole in the ground up in North Dakota and be profitable to some degree. So. Uh, uh, they keep they keep messing with that. Uh, we're right on the edge of that at this point. Uh, okay. okay, so um, philosophical discussion, and we're going to get into uh, this question we got here, Jim, about long-term care. Sure. So I look at the market, and I think not overpriced. I think it's fairly valued, leaning towards highly valued. Yeah. Um, that being said, we had strong earnings, right? S&P 500 earnings were up pretty good over double yeah, digits. Yeah, over, over right? 15% in the and, first quarter relative to the first quarter of right. 2016. So market's forward-looking. I get it. I understand. I understand. Right. And then I see things like Trump, President Trump tweet out that, thank you, China, for trying to help us with North Korea, but, and I'm paraphrasing here, we'll take it from here. Right. And then I see we're shooting down planes in Syria. Yeah. And then Syrian Russia starts jet. to lippity lap back at us, and mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of times it's not about the economy in terms of what might drive the stock market down. That ever-loving ten or fifteen percent that we haven't seen in so long, right? It could be an exogenous variable. How about that word? Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. That word. Look it up. Through the can't spell it, but I found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it makes me. I, I mean, first of all, we obviously do not time the market. Right. So I'm not predicting a war or any conflict or anything like sure. that. But I think people have to have to take a look at their portfolio and make sure they're invested for the long term, not for tomorrow. Because right. tomorrow you could wake up and changes. Yeah. yeah. Who, who knows? We're bombing something. Yeah. You know, somewhere. Right. And the world goes, uh oh, better be careful. Yeah. You know. 
Not related to investments, but I, I had a great uncle during uh, 1941. He went to the store to buy himself some a new set of tires. Uh, the gentleman at the store was getting ready to close, so he said, why don't you just come back tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow happened to be December December 8th. 7th. Oh, yeah. yeah. 1941, wow. uh, when Pearl Some Harbor year. was bombed. Guess what? It took him four years to buy a new set of tires. Oh, he didn't get because uh, almost yeah, immediately rationing, rationing right. uh, kicked in, and uh, he patched, and, and from that point on, because of this, I mean, I know it's not, it's no, not it's, related it's to analogous. investing, but it, it, right. it is. Right. Uh, so, you know, he... he scrimped and saved and back in those days they would tie a cloth around tires he had the, the roads were terrible and his tires were horrible this was in, right here in cobb county south cobb county he lived and um uh you know he suffered and and from that point on he <laughs> planned ahead like you're right. you know encouraging people to do well he, if just, he if his tires got down half tread he bought a new set if he had half a tank of gas he would fill it up right I, and those, Smart. yeah, those types of things become ingrained in you when you have to suffer through well, something I, that's just unforeseen. I, you know, I've gone on quite a few client and potential client meetings in the last two weeks, traveling, seeing clients, and then meeting some potential clients. And the conversation is, oh, I've got this extra cash. Mm-hmm. Why don't we put it in the stock market today? I'm like, okay, let's just let's just relive mm-hmm. how all this went because these are all clients and probably potential clients. Right. We're around during '08, and you go. I couldn't pry that cash out of your hand yeah. in 08, 09, 2010 to yeah. invest when the market was down in half. Now, when the market's at an all-time high, it seems like every day yeah. you want to throw it in. And I'm just yeah. telling you, the stock market is a market where people do the exact opposite. If right. you walked into Macy's and they have a for-sale rack and a full-price rack, which one are you going to go look at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make the first pass by the sale exactly. counter. If exactly. RBM of Atlanta, Mercedes, or Jim Ellis Audi says half off, I'm yeah. pretty sure you might buy more than one. Could be. So my point isn't that I think that we're about to have a some event that's going to drive the market down. What I am saying is we've had a 10% correction last year, beginning of last year. Right. So now we're 16 months since we've had a 10% correction. Right. Generally have one of those once a year. Yep. We haven't really had a 5% correction in a long time. That's we usually true. have three 5% corrections a year on average. Right. 15% correction once every two years, 20% correction once every three years. Tell them how long it's been, Johnny, Troy. Yeah. Johnny, Troy, <laughs> yeah. since we've had a 20% correction. Oh, goodness. It, Six, it was, seven years. Yeah, it's oh, 2008, yeah. right? Since the downgrade of the debt. Yeah, uh, that would have been 2011. Yeah. There you go. August 5th, I believe it was, when we got downgraded. And so I, I sit back and I go, off. okay. Market's a little bit pricey. I'm not saying get out of the market. Do not hear. The, do, you have not heard me yell sell. You guys know right. I will yell sell when I have to. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, most of that is in uh, fun. It is. Yeah. But I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is, look, if you're following a financial plan that says you need X amount of dollars in fixed and X amount of dollars in growth, however you create that plan. Now, we tend to want to follow what's called our 10-year rule. Right. And so we look at your cash flow analysis, and, and this is important because we come to the long-term care question here, Jim. Absolutely. Understanding whether you need it or not is not just feel good, and it's not just about totally. how much assets you have totally. because it is about how much cash you generate because right. you can't spend bars of gold. You can't walk in That's with right. a Coca-Cola certificate to Publix and actually buy anything. That's right. You have to convert it to those green little dollar bills. Yep. 
And that is what's really going to drive how much money should be in fixed. So our opinion is if you need the money out of your account in the next 10 years, cash flow-wise, then it better not be in stocks. Right. Because we just lived it. Yeah, I mean, all of you guys listening today lived it. I mean, you know, now you know why we have a 10-year rule. And, oh, by the way, it only took three and a half years to get back. Yep. So you didn't sell during those three and a half years. When it got back, you sold. Right. Refilled your 10-year bucket. So. yep, yep. I don't know. I don't mean to pontificate, but what do you feel, Troy? I didn't really get yeah, you no, opportunity I, to. Here's the thing, and I've been doing something similar as well, Bill. I've had quite a few uh, client meetings. Uh, I go a lot of times with our 401k department to uh, uh, to talk to uh, you know their their uh, board meetings uh, where they're making investment decisions. And and one of the things that I've talked about lately is when I look at the price to earnings ratio. Uh, relative to history, relative to even a 10-year or even a longer uh, history on the price-to-earnings ratio, I'm looking somewhere between 21 to 31 percent uh, higher than I would be comfortable with. You know, it's sure. higher than the average. So not that I'm not comfortable, really, uh, but but to uh, piggyback on the Bill's point, the thing that I tell them all, I'm never going to be the guy who tells you to go to cash. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, so what I think you ought to do is know what your strategy is. You, you really can't uh, act without a, a reasonable plan. So financial planning is, is very important. Know what you make, know what you spend, uh, know how to project that into the future so that you can kind of estimate how much you're going to spend when you have no more income. That's the game here, right? right. We're, we're trying to figure out uh, how our assets will, will carry us to the end of life. Um, and and maybe even beyond if you're going to give it to family members, which is very common. Uh, so in order to do that, you know, we're looking now at, at strategies. If your strategy seems to be out of whack relative to what you know it should be, Rebalance your accounts. If you need uh, bonds to cover your next 10 years, you should buy them now. I think it's a great time to uh, to consider your portfolio. Uh, just to do a little math, about 15% increase again uh, on earnings in the S&P 500 would get us back in line with, with uh, real comfortable rates. We just had 15.5% return uh, or increase, rather, in the uh, first quarter. So um, those numbers aren't far-fetched. Well, look, I want to I want to talk about two other issues when we come back. Sounds great. You're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.